This is the Sad Panthers Fan Podcast with Lauren Brownlow and Alec Campbell. You can download this weekly podcast at WRALsportsfan.com and the WRAL Sports Fan app or subscribe on iTunes and Google Play stores. Now, here's your host for the Sad Panthers Fan Podcast, Lauren Brownlow and Alec Campbell. All right, Brownlow, we've hit the quarter pole of the Panthers season. And what do you know? The Panthers are 3-1. and one. How good do you feel about 3-1 and one right now? I mean, 3-1 and one in and of itself, I actually feel pretty okay with. Um, like, just you give me that record, yeah, I'm good with it. <laughs> I'm really. I mean, I, I am, I'm pretty okay with that record being what it is. If, if you had told me it would have happened the way that it happened, um, <laughs> maybe we break that down a little bit differently. Yeah. But you certainly take that at this point. Um, I'm more or less okay with it, even though the one loss was to <laughs> gave a team its only win. But that's fine. That's, that's right. <laughs> it's a divisional the, game. That's the weird part. That is the weird part. And then certainly with the way the Giants game played out versus some of the other Panthers wins this year, it was not something that left you feeling, or at least for me, that left you feeling nearly as good as some of the others did, right? The Dallas game, you felt pretty good about the defense. Well, yeah. <laughs> as we learned, I mean, nope. But even then... We yeah. talked about how bad Dallas is. Oh, totally. So I didn't feel that great about it, although it was, you know, it was a good performance from the defense, but uh, the last few weeks have not been good from them. No. Now, you almost predicted. I did. I was, <laughs> I did, I even texted you. I almost, <laughs> I almost chalked this up as a W for you. Basically. I think you, I really, I kind of feel I mean, like you should. Because <laughs> it's not like the Panthers deserve to win. They did not. Sorry. Against the Giants. You can at me all you want and call so, me a bad fan. I don't really care. So you, you, you basically got your your post buy loss from Ron Rivera. It was a very it was in on in my opinion, on the whole, it was an unacceptable performance. Right? <laughs> like it just it was coming off a yeah. of buy. Most more so I think on the defensive side for me than the offense, because I feel, and this is just my opinion, right? Mm. That the offense is at times held back by overall game planning decisions that don't have as much to do with a North Turner as the offensive coordinator as they do with what Ron Rivera wants to do, right? So yeah. when they get off to a lead, it's like, well, let's sit on the football now and not keep doing what we were doing before, which was scoring points. So yeah. that's the that that's the problem. I have issues with there, but I did think that overall they used their weapons well offensively. They got some guys back into the fold, like Curtis Samuels. DJ Moore looked better. They got him the ball. I was encouraged by stuff like that. Um, The offensive line continues to look fine, which I was also encouraged by. Um, It's the defense that I have issues with. If you can't get a pass rush on Eli Manning um, on that offensive line, that's not good. Well, this defense is, is not good. And I've noticed it from the beginning of the year, from the preseason. They're not getting a pass rush, and they're not good in the secondary either. They're better, but but it's still not, you know, you you have to have shut down dudes back there at this point if you're going to have no pass rush, right? Here's, uh, just to play devil's advocate on the offensive part of it, because I didn't find myself all that upset having watched the game. I had to watch it on tape last night. I watched actually the condensed version, which I'll just say, is a magical experience, oh God, too, yeah. by the way. So much less wasted time, I right? just discovered this on, on NFL.com, and I watched the condensed version of the game last night. 40 minutes, game was over. I watched the whole thing before dinner was ready last night. That's crazy. Which is awesome. Now, it does kind of go by in a blur, and maybe there's a lack of context to it all, uh, an inability to process uh, process it all because it's it's going so quickly. 
literally it's play to play to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't necessarily feel all that terrible about what I saw from the Panthers, especially in the first half of the game in terms of play calling and what else. And the second thing is, is I think that there's an assumption there that the Panthers would have scored if they do things differently every, you know, go back, like, like you're saying, like they sat on the football. Well, I understand that in terms of they ran the football a lot, but I think that Ron Rivera thinks that that is going to score them points. And so at that point, then I don't know that it's necessarily, <laughs> Apparently, like, especially based on what he did at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. And you know, they have a, a good running backs, uh, dudes that can sort of switch up the pace in terms of a Christian McCaffrey and a and a CJ Anderson and even the 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 Armagh guy who plays fullback and gets a touch here or there. So, you know, that that would be the only thing that I would say is that they got out to a lead, they got lucky with the punt the the punt return for a touchdown. And I'm I'm not totally dismissing it because in the second quarter, the game's far from over and you have to, you know, it, you have to make sure that you're scoring. Yeah, late second, early third. You continue to score. Is where I have the biggest the, issue. The game can the game can still be lost at that point. Right. So I get that, but you know what? I guess what the suggestion is then to to throw the ball more. You were upset with the sequence of plays. Yeah, or, I mean, I mean, I felt like they started to go pretty run heavy, and it wasn't working all that well in the late second, early third, and and I mm-hmm. just. And so, yeah, so you just, if it's not working, it, do something different. And some of it was like, there was some bizarreness to it all. Like, I know there were some plays that were overturned or not overturned, and there was like a long delay and like challenges and things like that. And um, whether it was an incomplete pass, I think at one point, or like the fumble, not fumble, which, by the way, the Panthers got very lucky on that as well, mm-hmm. that that wasn't an actual fumble by Cam Newton. Right. Um, so I think there were just these weird like sort of starts and stops that I'm sure contributed to it a little bit, but it just felt like any rhythm that the offense had was just gone at yeah. that point. It felt like Cam had been in a nice groove, and then all of a sudden yeah. it felt like it was just gone. Um, yeah, credit to him. He got it together enough to like sort of do what they needed to do on that last drive. Um, but he didn't play all that well to me in the second half especially. Um, even some of the incompletions he had. Uh, were certainly uh, much more ill-advised throws than we've seen him make these first few weeks, <laughs> yeah. as opposed to just missing somebody a little bit. It was like throwing into triple coverage, Did you and you're say lucky they that ran wasn't it picked. Like Fourteen times. It wasn't. I don't think it ended up being that many times. That was something I saw on Twitter as a stat, but and it felt like that. I know yeah. that, um, but it was a lot in that se- late second, early third range, especially. And they had like some three and outs and and yeah. some things like that where they. I think they became a little bit easier to defend. I just. It's a general thing that this team has always done. Yeah. It just always. They that's just what they do is they're just sort of content to like, you know, go on drives like that where they maybe they're not in hurry up as much and they're just sort of trying to use as much of the clock as they can and run mm-hmm. the ball and not really try to do much and just not try to like screw anything up, right? Yeah. I get that mentality. There are a lot of NFL coaches that coach well, and, and are that way, but this defense I think that I all I want this coaching staff to understand is that this defense is not good enough no. for the offense to stop scoring, like to stop being aggressive all the time, right? Yes, I agree. It, that's all I want them to understand because yeah. this defense isn't going to stop anyone from scoring. As we, if they can't stop the Giants from scoring, they're yeah. not going to stop anyone else from. What's Drew Brees going to do? I'm getting now I'm nauseous. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I agree with you. Go, being aggressive and taking risks to me is always if if it doesn't work at least it's more fun anyways i mean think you about know? that fourth down play call right the, you know the play action right my, that was awesome did my stomach drop into my stomach a of little bit yes but i also understood where it was coming from right mm-hmm. and i thought it was a good call yeah so so i'm always for that you know i'm always for teams opening it up taking chances going for fourth downs 
things of that nature, just even for the entertainment value of it all. And I wonder why teams get so stuck in doing what they're doing. But again, then I look at then I look at this offense and I look at the weapons around it, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure they feel all that comfortable throwing the ball down the field. Oh, not uh, not necessarily down the field, but just you know, yeah, at all, <laughs> <laughs> or just <laughs> some. even dumping. I felt like you know they didn't and. I'm sure they're taking some of what they're being given, but I also felt like they weren't using McCaffrey in the receiving game quite as much as we'd seen him used or as effectively either. Yeah. Now, I, I'm not going to complain because they were able to, like I said, incorporate Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, et cetera. Yeah. So that was a good thing, right? But, like, Devin Funches has looked much better, especially the last couple games here mm-hmm. compared to the way he looked before. But, yeah, I mean, I just I, – I, it's more a philosophy thing that I think that I disagree – I personally and yeah, others there's a certain, disagree like, with Ron Rivera about. Well, I mean, he got the moniker for a reason. Riverboat Ron. No. It, it was ironic. It, it wasn't – no, well, initially it was because he did, but now it's become ironic. Right. Yeah, it was that Buffalo game. He's talked about it back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost broke my TV. I was so mad at that game. Well, now it's but, ironic because right, he certainly now it's over, ironic. over time has proven that he is as conservative as it comes. But he's literally told the story, right, of like sitting at a stoplight and being like, you know what, I should have gone for that fourth down. <laughs> and there was some stat they put up on ESPN the other day of like fourth and one. And how often, like, which teams go for that the most and who's the most successful? Since 2016, the Panthers are 10 of 11. And the other teams they showed were, like, something of 20, something of 20-something. Now, I don't know how many fourth downs they've had the option to go for or not. But that statistic enraged me. I was like, I hope you, if you've ever punted on one of those, I hate you. Like, why? (laughs) Well, I guess overall, like, I see your point, and I definitely agree that be aggressive is always a better strategy than – being conservative, especially in the second quarter when the game's far from over, you got to figure out ways to to, and your defense to stinks. lock the game down. And your defense stinks. I'm sorry, the defense isn't good. Your defense, like in 2015, I don't understand either with with KK Short and with Terry Poe. I like, don't understand it. How is the defensive line not getting the push? And why? I mean, yeah, what's going on? And why is it a scheme thing? Why are they so hesitant to throw more blitz packages in? I don't like that. I don't understand either. I don't get that either. And like, I you're I, not getting pressure for. I mean, it's twofold. It's a twofold thing when it comes to blitzing, right? Yeah. Because it's like if your safeties and your and your defensive backs, but they're aren't that good. They're I mean, Dante Jackson's been pretty good. They're fine. Hopefully, Eric, Eric Reed Reed's, makes them a little they, bit better. He didn't I, play. He played what, like sixty percent of the snaps yeah, or something like I that. Yeah, I don't think they went to uh, his way very much. I yeah. think Mike Adams even said it after the game. He's like, they kind of went after me, which I was fine with. <laughs> he wasn't on the field for yeah. Any he's, of the he's long getting the east back in. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Um, so I guess you know, if you feel like you need to fortify that group, then you don't blitz. But I don't so, think it's that drastic. We've but, had worse but secondary players. At least mix it in. <laughs> You like, have that's to. my thing. Like, you have do, to. do it every once in a while. I feel like I'm not seeing it at all. In, there's zero. Yeah, there's not. There's zero aggressive. There's zero uh, chances taken defensively. I feel like they have barely gotten a sack, if at all, in like three weeks. It's, it's how it feels. I mean, it just feels like they're not getting any pressure and they're not impacting anything the quarterback does at this point. That's right. it, that's how it feels. So so there was the the sitting on the football a little bit. But for me, oh. the most egregious thing <laughs> – was at the end of the game. What was that? I mean, even? on top of the fact that the Giants are terrible, and I even joked last last week that after the Panthers game, we shouldn't have to watch them anymore this year because they're so bad. They are bad. I mean, Eli Manning is washed. I would their offensive watch. Line, you know they, what? Dude, though? Their offensive line is so bad that that it makes it even more egregious. Yeah, it was that that's the defensive the thing. line couldn't get a push. That's one of the worst O lines the Panthers or will see this Eli year. Or pressure Eli at yeah. all. Yes. 
But trumping all of that was <laughs> the play call at the end of the game when you have no timeouts left. Third and one. Th- third and one, like, th- what, 30 seconds on the clock? And you run a play up the middle, a running play. You want to talk about, like, so this dude doesn't want to take Ron Rivera, doesn't want to take any risks, and he pulls that? What are you, nuts? I just don't understand. Like, I mean, <laughs> when it happened, understand that I, was I had not seen – I'd seen very little of the game because I was at the arena for a hockey game. And this is when I finally looked up and saw the game. And even I, in that moment, with almost zero context to the game, was like, what are was you doing? Like, what, what are we, why are we running the football here? Right. And honestly, like, I understand why people were mad, uh, Giants fans, because it didn't look like they got it to me. I, I agree. It didn't look like they got it. So it should have been fourth down, and then Cam Newton spikes it. And I'm sitting here like, oh, God, we just lost. Right. I thought they didn't get it either. Thankfully, the archaic ways of spotting footballs <laughs> oh my God. gives the Panthers some good fortune in that scenario. And they got the first down, spike, and then, of course, the Graham Gano kick, which was good from another five yards. That was crazy. And I look, the one thing that made me happy about that was that he's been really, really good, mm-hmm. and that was a really cool moment for him, and he deserved to have that moment, right? That's about the only deserve that would right. factor into it for me. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird that the, the juxtaposition of the Panthers not not uh, really deserving the win with in order for a scenario for for like that to happen, it has to kind of come in a situation where the game's on the line and things maybe didn't go the way that you were supposed to. They were supposed to go, right. and you've almost sort of put yourself in the position for that scenario to take place, right? But, man, they gave him a new contract. Remember just a couple of years ago when Graham Gano had a struggle bus all year? Comes back last year, has a good season. Yep. There wasn't even a battle this year, which, you know me, I love a good battle in the in the You love a good special camp. teams battle, yeah. That's right. And was able to pump it through with – I mean, like like you said, I, apparently he's made it from 70 before in practice. Yeah, that's what they were saying. But always different in a game. And I guess they told, apparently, like, the special teams coach was like, he's good from 65. But uh, I'm sorry. Like, well, that's all well up. and good, right? Yeah. That is all well and good. There's a reason that there haven't been many of those made in games, though. It's still not a high percentage play. Right. So, like, to play for a 63-yard field goal by, like, running it up the middle for nothing is yeah. asinine. Like, there's it. no way to justify that call. I'm sorry. I, I just, I feel like someone was drunk or like misread the clock, uh, which wouldn't be the first time. Michael, not Michael Polardi, JJ Jansen, the long snapper, yeah. ran up to Chase Blackburn, who yeah. I had no idea was a special teams coordinator or special teams coach at this point. No, me neither. <laughs> you um, and me both. <laughs> former Giant and Panther. Wasn't yeah, it? I was going to say, I, I know he's a Giant. I remember me on the Giants. Um, and was like, just so you know, Gano's good from 65, and Blackburn's yeah. like, what are you talking about? We're leading right now. Like, there wasn't even – he was like, yeah, we're – we're. this shouldn't even be a discussion right now. So, good thing he mentioned that at some point, I guess. That's encouraging. <laughs> uh, I think this was earlier <laughs> in the game before it was on the line. It was oh. like third quarter or okay. something like <laughs> that or, for, or early fourth quarter. Oh, when I thought you meant mentioned. like during that actual drive. I was yeah. like, um. When this was mentioned, but – you know, it was funny because when when you and I were either tweeting or texting um, throughout the game, I looked up at the score and I'm like, "Wait, what? What's what's the issue here? Because they're 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 winning 
Um, and then, you know, then things happened. Yeah, and I, by the way, I mean, you know how I feel about going up six. <laughs> right. It should be banned and outlawed. <laughs> it is what it is. Like, I'm not blaming them necessarily for kicking the field goal there. I'm just saying, like, I hate going up six more than anything in the world, and they paid for it, honestly. All right, so Norv maybe didn't have his best day. Norv and, and or Ron, we don't know who's and to blame. And or Ron, because the thing is, we've been pretty praiseworthy yeah, of Norv Turner absolutely. to this point. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. That's something you always heard behind the scenes, even when Mike Shula was the offensive coordinator. Now, I think Mike Shula was just bad on his own, so I'm not going to make excuses for him. But I also think you, you always heard behind the scenes that, like, hey, there's a reason that some of these calls are more conservative and whatever. This is what Ron wants. I mean, some of that comes from the head coach, right? I mean, we saw that with John Fox mm-hmm. back in the day, well, too. Well, I mean, he 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 says yes or no. He's right. the ultimate decision he's maker, the deci- right? He's the decider. He's the decision maker. He tells him to go which way he wants to go with it, right? So I think... I don't know how much of it was whichever one of them, but it just it didn't click for the whole game uh, on offense. Certainly. Well, let's hope so, it gets better this week. They're going to have to outscore everyone. The Redskins, oh. who are now two and two after getting smoked by the Saints last night, Oof. and they they have a win over the Packers. Although I'm not sure how good the Packers are at this point. That's still and like wow. That feels, team I saw last night it felt like had no business having beaten the Packers. I see I thought that the Redskins were just going to be terrible. I know the year. NFL is weird, but yeah. that's that seems crazy, right? But they're 2 and 2. Yeah. A win over the Packers feels like it's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, certainly like I said, it's better than the team I saw last night, um, which But they also have a win over terrible. the Cardinals who aren't good. No, the Cardinals are not good. They're probably one of the two worst teams in the league. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. Look, they 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 Alex Smith, meh quarterback, right? I was that uh, I, I was actually going to ask you who the quarterback was. Yes, yeah, Alex Smith. I don't know. Yeah, um, Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. He's a person on their team. He is a person, and he's been pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's been good. So if this defense continues to be as bad as they are, Adrian Peterson, we could be looking at a situation where oh, a- Adrian Peterson, the aged wonder. <laughs> tears up Carolina Panthers defense. Outside of that, I mean, it's the return of uh it's the Josh Norman Bowl, yep, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's happened I think once before, right? Haven't they played him once yeah, since he left? Yeah. yeah. They have. Um But it, it always feels like when I see when I see it, it's like He's having a rough time mm-hmm. in Washington. Um I think there were some fans who sort of smugly were like, this is what's going to happen if he goes to Washington. He had a window to get paid. Right? Right. And he had to do it. He had to do that. Well, I understand it. I don't begrudge him. Well, I mean, you know, the team didn't necessarily meet him in the middle either. I agree completely. I so think there's, yeah. There, there was some stuff. Back I think in he would have stayed here. Era yeah. Yeah. That you know may have gone differently mm-hmm. if someone else was in in charge. But, yeah. you know, those things happen in professional sports. It's not for me, though. I know we've talked about Kelvin Benjamin and his struggles in Buffalo. Um, I don't feel that way about Josh. Um, I don't think Josh has ever said anything really negative about the Panthers anyway. So there's also that. No, but, no. But I just – I look at him and I feel like – If that, anything, I think Josh still embraces if his it, time I'm sure he Carolina. says negative things about Dave Gettleman, which I get. Yeah, but. he probably does. But, I mean, in terms of like – yeah. He, you know, remember earlier this year. He still year, jokes around with Cam, I think. Like, yeah, he goes he to his charity around, stuff. He Twitter and, thing yeah. earlier this year when someone oh, stole, yeah, 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 yeah. stole dance a celebration. Yeah, yeah, um, Pretty sure that he still has, you know, property around here and or, or around the Charlotte area. And uh, he's still buddies with a lot of dudes. He plays in the, the kickball tournaments. I think guys yeah. play oh, in yeah, his yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. 
So I just you know. I, I can only speak for myself. I don't I don't feel smugly about it. I just think it sucks because I think he was a good fit with the Panthers and vice versa. Mm. Um, but sometimes those things happen. But I'm not one of those that's like, oh, look, he's not doing well in Washington, and that's what he gets or so. I I think that's silly. no doubt. All right. So since the Panthers ended up getting a win yeah. in the post bye week game against a bad team. Yes. What does that mean for this week? Does that, See, does like that have I had... any bearing on this week, I guess? In the, the, I don't think it does. Does the, does the sad Panthers fan algorithm spit out a loss because of how they got a win this week? There is part of me that thinks, so their next stretch after this, right, they're at Philly? Is that right? After this week. They're at Philly, right? They are, how do I find a schedule? I think you just keep. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to know how to. Yeah, at Philly. I feel at like Redskins at Philly. I feel like there's a split that will happen there, and again, I sometimes don't know which order, right? Right. To, but I think they split those. Weird. Three games in a row against the NFC East: Giants, Redskins, Eagles. Couldn't we have staggered some of those, considering how bad most of that division is? I think they get a win against the Redskins. <laughs> like logic says, they get a win against the Redskins that's and a loss those... against the Eagles. To me. Yeah, I think I don't think that's well. When you when you put it that way, it makes me want to reverse it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because nothing's logical. Well, you know what? Somebody pointed this out on Twitter, and I think it's interesting. And I'm not trying to get too into the weeds on this, but like, to me, it's weird because it's like Ron Rivera is way more aggressive as a coach if he's punching up, right? Mm-hmm. If he feels like his team is not as good as the team they're playing against, right? But if he feels like his team is as good or better, then he'll sort of do that conservative play down to thing. Right. That's part. That's part of why I want to reverse it. <laughs> well, I mean. You could be right. Also, and it will enrage me to lose to the Redskins. So, just looking from a football standpoint, like you know, the Eagles situation, just because of this Panthers defense, mm-hmm. scares me a little bit. Because I think their offense is where it's at, but their defense, their defense isn't very good. Yeah, not as good as it's been. And so, there's going to be opportunities for them to score in Philadelphia. It's just a matter of how well the defense can hold up. But Thomas Davis comes back. That that's one thing I'm interested to see. It, will that have an actual impact? I mean, you've heard like a lot of people talk about it, like, oh, he's going to have an emotional lift, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I buy into that kind of stuff. I don't. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't. I mean, he can't magically manufacture yeah. a pass rush on his own, like, can You he? can be as passionate as you want, as hype as you want, but if you don't play well, none of that matters. Actually, I'll be kind of annoyed, frankly, if they suddenly have a pass rush. Well, It's like, wait, were you waiting for him to come back? How? Yeah. True. You're but gonna have I'm, to explain that to me beyond like I'll, in a way that's just X and O. I'll take a pass rush however it comes. Yeah, that's fair enough. All right. So Redskins <laughs> next week, and we will uh talk to you after that. You've been listening to the Sad Panthers Fan Podcast with Lauren Brownlow and Alec Campbell. Remember you can download this weekly podcast at WRALsportsfan.com and the WRAL Sports Fan app, or subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Stores.